Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour on Unity FM 93.5. You're listening to Kathleen Roach-Nagy and this evening we have a special guest with us, Dr. Jamal Badaway, all the way from Canada here in the studio with us, alhamdulillah. And we're going to be talking about Prophet Isa salam as we're coming up to Easter and we're remembering Prophet Isa again. You may remember, listeners, that we spoke a lot about Prophet Isa and we had the privilege of uh, Dr. Jamal Badaway t- giving us some talks over Christmas time. But, of course, uh, that was a few months ago and uh, it may have gone out of your, your mind about Prophet Isa. So we will refresh you again. And I'll ask Brother Jamal to start with refreshing, about, uh, refreshing our memories about who was Prophet Isa and how important Prophet Isa is to us as Muslims uh, before we talk a bit more uh, in depth around this time of the year, inshallah. Inshallah. Thank you and uh, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace, blessings and mercy of God, the one God of all, to you all. Uh, our belief as Muslims about Prophet Isa salam, is not just a casual thing. It relates to one of the fundamental beliefs in Islam without which a Muslim cannot really claim uh, to be a Muslim which include, of course, believing in the one true God of all. The term Allah is similar to the Aramaic Allaha, a term for God, also in uh, the Aramaic uh, language, uh, which uh, is the likely language of the blessed Jesus, peace be upon him. Uh, But even after the belief in God, a Muslim must believe in all of the prophets of God. Uh, There is no partisanship in, in that sense. We consider all prophets as our prophets because they all carried the same core uh, message of God to humanity. And as explained in one of the sayings of Prophet Muhammad wasallam, that all prophets are like brothers. They might have different mothers, but they have the same father, which is a very interesting thing that to us as Muslims, Prophets are not uh, <coughs> competitors with, with one another or uh, people who belittle one another, God forbid. They are all like one brotherhood of, uh, of prophethood, a very uh, central belief in Islam. But uh, when we talk about Prophet uh, Jesus, as we believe in him, as a great prophet, peace be upon him, we find that he is not simply a prophet. Uh, there are some uh, tradition that prophets uh, in a lower degree than messenger uh, might be in, in the thousands. And so many of them in the Quran speak about prophets being sent to all places, uh, all people, all times. But uh, we have a term also that is the select of these prophets. Uh, few, fewer number these are known as messengers of God, whose role is much greater, more central, and more general than a role of simply a prophet. So messengers are select few of prophets. And among the select, there is the select of the select, Mm -hmm. the five prophets who are regarded as the greatest of the great. uh, No surprise to many, they include prophets Noah, uh, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Even for people 
who examine religious history, uh, even on non-religious uh, uh, background or perspective, <coughs> these are uh, the great figures uh, with the largest impact uh, on uh, humanity and largest number of followers, uh, especially of the revealed religions. So in that sense, I as a Muslim, and I say that with feeling and positive feeling in my heart, it's not a politically correct statement to please anyone. We please only the Creator. That to us, Jesus is a beloved messenger, not just a prophet, messenger of God or apostle of God. In fact, uh, I happen to have been privileged uh, several years back to tape uh, 46 half-hour programs all under the title Jesus, Beloved Messenger of God. And I remember in my even childhood that uh, one of the surahs or chapters in the Quran uh, recited by one of the most pious reciters of the Quran in Egypt, Sheikh Rafat. As a child, I used to uh, listen to his recitation from the uh, chapter of Maryam, actually the, the 19th chapter in the Quran that takes its name from Mary, the Blessed Mother of the Blessed Jesus, peace be upon him. And until now, even I listen and sometimes tears come to my eye because of the tender uh, and very moving spiritual language in which the Quran uh, speak about uh, Prophet Isa in Arabic or Jesus, uh, peace and blessings be upon him. So in that sense, he's no stranger to me. Uh -huh. And for any Muslim who understand his faith, uh, he is a beloved messenger of Allah. And uh, I just like to conclude with a beautiful hadith or saying of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, in which he refers affectionately to Prophet Jesus, uh, peace be upon him, and he says that uh, that he is the closest to him in this life and the hereafter to him. Of course, he was not contemporary, so we understand mm -hmm. in the life of the prophet, he mm -hmm. felt close to him. And also among the people who will be close to, to him also in, in uh, paradise. And then he added something interesting. He said there was no prophet between us. Uh, which is rather interesting because anyone who is familiar with the Bible knows that uh, especially in the Hebrew scriptures before the coming of the blessed Jesus peace be upon him the prophets came one after the other sometimes even you get more than one prophet at the time like the case of Jesus uh, Zacharias and John the Baptist for example but there was never really a period of, uh, for, for example, like the case of the time uh, from Prophet Muhammad until today, 14 centuries where no prophet ever arose. This is rather interesting. There are, of course, claimants of prophets, mm -hmm. but none of them would really come anywhere close to those uh, great five and their impact on history, which include Prophet Jesus and Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon them both. So that's also was rather prophetic. And it showed that somehow the core message, which is essentially the same uh, that God sent through all messengers and prophets in history, 
has finally been culminated and well preserved in the form of Islam. So Islam is not strange to the uh, this uh, uh, core prophetic uh, revelation throughout history. Mm, mashallah, there's a, a lot there that you've just covered in a few minutes, mashallah, about Prophet Jesus. And I think, um, like you, I was very affected growing up with, uh, as a Christian, with the Bible and with the stories. And actually, the Bible was my favorite yes. book. And I used to come to my mom and say, ask me this story, ask me that story. So there's a lot of very positive stories. And I think as Muslims, we can learn from Prophet Jesus, Lis Islam, um, from his character as well as from Prophet Muhammad Sallam. So is there anything that our listeners that you would like to mention from Prophet Jesus' character that um, that our listeners, our parents especially listening to this could um, reflect on and try and be better parents fro- by by mm. the character of Jesus Sallam. Okay, allow me before to say that mm. because you sparked my interest in mm. the way you put the question Uh, on the question of uh, followers of various prophets learning from one another. Mm -hmm. And uh, one ayah popped in my mind immediately from the Quran that speak even about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and it refers to uh, other prophets before him who are all according to the, uh, the Quran were the best of the best. None of them committed any measures. And that's the Quranic narration about mm-hmm. them is very, very positive. And the verse in Arabic says, That this, after mentioning stories of some prophets, this says these are the ones that Allah guided. So with that guidance, also follow that path, O Muhammad Because again, it's a core message. And indeed, uh, we can learn not only from Prophet Jesus, from all prophets. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that uh, one finds in, in Islamic tradition in terms of the acceptance of all prophets is not to make any fanatical distinction like somebody says, oh, my prophet is greater than you. That sometimes reflects a notion of uh, unhealthy competition competition in goodness yes mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. my prophet is greater than you and that's why the Quran uh, in the second surah towards the end it says we don't make distinction between any of his prophets that means as Muslims uh, we know that Allah chose some prophets like I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. s- among the prophets messenger among the messengers the greatest fives it chose prophet Muhammad as the final prophet but this is not for boasting. It's just the choice of Allah. But we as humans, Allah can place prophets in greater position than others. He is the creator. That's his business. Mm -hmm. But we as Muslims do not engage in these polemics. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it is in that spirit that it says these are the prophets or messengers that Allah guided. So follow that same guidance. So we learned from our prophets also in a sense that each prophet, beloved of Allah, as he may be, gave, Allah gave some distinction. Okay. It, it means it's absent in others, but it's especially good in that. For example, if you look at uh, Prophet Noah, mm-hmm. well, all prophets were patient, but uh, Noah, uh, preaching his people, according to the Quran, for 950 years, and they mock him, 
and he kept his patience and even praying for their guidance. So all of them were patient, but one has some distinction in that one. But that distinction is balanced by distinction of other prophets. For example, Moses, a great prophet, he was distinct in terms of his courage, you know, his determination to liberate his people and standing in the face of the power of the Pharaoh that at one time he had hesitation, but the Quran uh, assured him that Allah is with him and he's with his brother Aaron. Uh, Jesus, peace be upon him, upon him also uh, is distinct in his humbleness. All prophets were humble, mm -hmm. but we find a greater distinction in Jesus also in, uh, you know, sitting with the poor and downtrodden. All prophet did, Prophet Muhammad did it also, but he was very distinct in this notion of arousing the feeling of his contemporaries that law is not the ultimate that one can just follow the details of the law but forget about the spirit of the law, the spirit of love, the spirit of humbleness and so on. And he had some extra on that. Prophet Muhammad has also other distinctions in combining uh, many of those characters uh, of the Prophet and his uh, gentleness as well dealing with people, uh, his ability to deal with various situations uh, the managing peace, managing conflict, and try to avoid, uh, you know, armed conflict as best as he could. But even when the necessity was there for legitimate uh, self-defense uh, against unprovoked aggression, he taught people also how to manage it in a, a humane way, uh, as something that I would uh, dare say that the Geneva Conventions more than 13 centuries after him it did not add much to what he said about the behavior and mercy even in the battlefield and the attitude of forgiveness, respecting and uh, well treatment of the prisoners of war, uh, implementing what the Quran said clearly that either you release them as an act of kindness if there is no danger, which he did most of the time actually or almost all the time, or exchanging them for other prisoners of war or monetary compensation because of the damage that the enemy caused. Mm -hmm. In other words, the more comprehensive approach in dealing with all situations, situation of persecution, uh, like Moses, he had a chance of acting with both hats as a prophet and as a head of the state without any conflict between them, reflecting the comprehensive nature of the uh, Islamic teaching that gives giving guidance to various aspects of life rather than artificial separation between the spiritual and uh, temporal uh, for that thing. So this is just a notion about uh, we learn uh, as Muslim learn with, with complete comfort and confidence about all prophets but of course in terms of our marja'iyah or our final authority Muslims of course accept the Quran mm -hmm. because it was written down and memorized simultaneously from the mouth of the Prophet during his lifetime and has been preserved through both means uh, throughout history. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so at least it is not mixed up with the word of the Prophet even when he did not receive verbatim mm -hmm. revelation. Mm -hmm. It is not mixed up with biographies about him that mm -hmm, are set mm -hmm. in different volume. But surprisingly, it is even different in style from the style of speech of the Prophet in the second most important source of Islam, that is hadith, mm -hmm. what he said, did, and um, uh, approved, 
uh, which is another lower form of revelation mm-hmm. being only in meaning but not in words. Mm-hmm. And both forms, by the way, can be found in the Hebrew scripture examples yeah. of, of both uh, uh, of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each prophet came with their own characteristics is what you kind of mentioned there. A lot of characteristics exactly. are a lot of maybe prominent characteristics and I think this is very relevant for our parents that they should have all of these characteristics, patience, yeah. kindness, humbleness, uh, God, gentleness, yeah. mercy, all uh, of yeah. these. Our parents uh, should encourage, to be exactly. encouraged to have these characteristics. Yes, both from the life of Prophet Muhammad mm-hmm. and the lives of all other people mm-hmm. because we believe in them as, part, as an act of faith. Mm-hmm. And we love them all. We revere them. I'm, I'm, you never find, uh, uh, you know, any religion that revered Prophet Jesus and being mentioned in the Quran in more than 90 verses, in more than 11 chapters, not one uh, speak in any negative form, All always in a very positive mm-hmm. and reverent uh, language. Uh, so uh, we love them from mm-hmm. our hearts because that's how... Our creator, all mm-hmm. of us, and the one who sent all of them, mm-hmm. instructed us mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Have no, unfortunately, I hope that <laughs> they would be among uh, people of other faith communities, people who would have that same openness and write fairly mm-hmm. and positively about the, uh, the prophet of Islam, mm-hmm. as the Quran teaches us to respect and revere all of the previous prophets. We, we hope so, inshallah. Yeah. And there could be people listening to us from, from different faith backgrounds or um, new Muslims mm. like myself that has come that mm. uh, sometimes Prophet uh, Jesus was very dear to us and mm. then we had to learn about Prophet Muhammad, which was quite new and uh, it was like the final chapter. But still knowing that, you know, Prophet Jesus, uh, alhamdulillah, is mentioned so much in Islam and that we m- must remember this as well, that all the good qualities as you mentioned. Uh, you know, Sister Kathleen, that I heard from a lot of people in your situation who came to Islam from uh, some of the previous religions. Mm. And basically what they tell me, uh, about Jesus, peace be upon him. He said, I continue to love Jesus. Islam did not require me to reject Jesus mm-hmm. or love him less. Mm-hmm. But we love Prophet Muhammad as we love Jesus exactly. also as fellow mm-hmm. prophets uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. And many of them also say that once we discovered the truth of Islam, we felt that this is exactly what we felt in our hearts, but we were not aware mm-hmm. of uh, of the uh, what Muslim considers to be the final culminating mm-hmm. revelation to the Prophet. I, I don't know whether you felt the same way. Yes, also. yes, very similar, the very mm-hmm. same way. And it's nice hearing that you've done so much around Prophet Jesus, um, and your recordings, because I can remember many years ago, and I'm sure there's some of our listeners as well that probably will say the same thing, that it was so refreshing to come across your tapes, alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. because um, when I'm looking back now, what this is about 27 or 30 years ago, when when I first came to Islam, that there was a lot of tapes around or messages around that time about you know if you come to Islam that you need to reject everything in the past and and come to and take this new religion and. When I first, I can actually remember where I was when I first heard your tape and I nearly wasn't going to listen to it because I thought, oh, this is another one of the same thing again and <laughs> I have to leave my family. Mm. And I, I was privileged, alhamdulillah, to be on Umrah um, and I was pregnant with my eldest child. So this was 
going back a few years now uh, and somebody gave me this as a present and I sat down and listened to it in the corner room and I can still picture myself in the bed listening to this tape which was very different and how no wish like just what you said Mm. that we are still keep that love for prophet Jesus but just taking on a new love like what parents would have a new baby exactly. they would still love yeah. the old the first baby yeah. but would have of course love for the second baby as well they're not going to uh, exactly. reject the first baby um, when the second baby is born so they can love both and this is very similar uh, in fact some Christian who came to Islam tell me mm. <laughs> actually they say even we love Jesus now more because now we're comfortable comfortable in placing him in his position that doesn't cause us any confusion or anything mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. So even some say that we knew him better yeah. from uh, once yes. they accepted the Islamic mm-hmm. perspective. It's just not mm-hmm. uh, accept this and, and reject mm-hmm. that at all. And maybe it is in the same spirit also uh, that if you allow me, I'd, I'd like to clarify also why is it mm-hmm. even that a true Muslim, I'm not talking about uh, extreme people who have a great lack of understanding of Islam or very poor, if not outright er er erroneous Mm -hmm. interpretation of its true message. Uh, Again, to emphasize that what I'm saying here is not a politically correct statement. It is a truthful statement coming from the heart and based on the scriptures itself of Islam, on the Quran Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the teaching of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, that while Muslims believe in the right of everyone to believe in what they want to believe or even reject God, mm-hmm. even that it says whoever wishes, let him believe or her, whoever wishes, let him reject faith. Mm-hmm. We are not judges on people here as some fanatics mm-hmm. uh, put themselves a judge. Mm-hmm. God is the judge of exactly. everyone yes. in the day one. No compulsion in faith. Exactly, yeah. no compulsion. Mm-hmm. But among all people, uh, who are in communities other, for example, than the, I, I don't mean by other c- contention, but, mm. uh, but just for identification, who are not uh, believers in the message of Islam. They're guaranteed full respect of what they want to believe in, whether we agree with them or not. But then the Quran singles out uh, what is called people of the book that mm. has been widely interpreted as Jews and Christians. Mm-hmm. And that's for good reason. Mm-hmm. We're not uh, making negative statements about mm-hmm, other mm-hmm, religions. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about there is something more positive in our relation uh, as Muslims. Normatively, uh, I w- the challenge is for people to abide by those norms in mm-hmm. the Quran itself. Uh, normatively speaking, uh, they call people of the book simply because, like Muslims, their faith is predicated not just on philosophy or speculation or myth or anything of that nature. It is based on what they believe to be revealed book. And as we believe in all prophets, we believe also in the original pristine revelation that was given to them. Mm-hmm. might have uh, to stop at that. What they taught originally as the Quran confirmed, again, apart from biographical information, apart from uh, statements of faith uh, of followers of those uh, prophets. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when we talk about the unity. But in essence, the essence of revelation, in fact, is basically the same. The core message, as I called it uh, earlier. Uh, in fact, if you look at the basic uh, or fundamental beliefs of the three uh, uh, 
commonly referred to as Abrahamic religions, Jewish, Christians, and Muslims in historical order. Some people might dispute, by the way, historical order. They say the word Islam generically mean to achieve peace with God, inner peace, and peace with all creation of God, humans, animals, plantation, environment, by submitting oneself to God. You find that the basic core issue is started uh, not even with Abraham or no, but with Adam even. Mm-hmm. The father. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in one sense, um, the core uh, uh, mission is the same. And if you look the content itself of fundamental beliefs, belief in the one God, I know, may be seen in different interpretation. Uh, some might have differences, but let's not dwell on differences, but also discover first the similarities. Mm-hmm. Whether you talk about Jews, Christian, Muslim, they all profess to believe in the one true God of all, whether you call it God in English, Jew in French, mm-hmm. Allah in Arabic, mm-hmm. Allah in Aramaic, the mm-hmm. language of Jesus. It's, it doesn't make this. Some people k- stop at the terminology without realizing that we speak about the same creator, sustainer of the whole universe and the one who sent all of the prophets. That's common among the three. Uh, secondly, believe in uh, prophethood, in the concept of revelation, scriptures. And if you look at the teaching about the moral behavior, mm-hmm. you will find good, positive teaching in Hebrew scripture, New Testament, mm-hmm. and uh, the Quran, devotion to God, the love of God, the lo- love of neighbor. All of these are elements mm-hmm. really that... Uh, uh, puts them as the closest Jews and Christians, mm-hmm. as the closest to mm-hmm. Muslims in that sense. Well, we've covered quite a lot already in the first half of the show and we're coming up to our commercial break now. So I'm going to have to um, stop you for a little bit sure. and then in, inshallah, I look forward to continuing with uh, the conversation after the break.